You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome to Gospel Theory, where we are finding the truth of Jesus Christ among all of those rumors, those myths, and those incorrect definitions. I am Trusta Neal. And this is Isak Neal. Woo, and we're glad to be with you today. Welcome to the new year. All right, so today we're going to be talking about dreaming big. Have you ever worried about that? What do you mean worried about it? I used to hate it. I, you know, like we went to all those entrepreneur classes and things like that, and, and we got to learn, you've got to dream big, dream big, dream big, and going mm-hmm. to all of these shows where they're showing you all of these, you can have the yacht and you can have all these things, right? And I used to get caught up in that and get so excited about it. And then I decided that was really bad and evil, if you will. And then I got into thinking that you can't dream for all of these things and, and wish for them. What if God decides for that you need to be paralyzed or you know what a million different things and so I went from yay doing it to no not doing it at all and thinking it was bad to thinking okay well there's got to be something and then I had a um a mentor uh who I highly respect sent me an email and he said this was last year and he said um one of the biggest things about uh go um doing business and making a living and doing anything in your family that's successful is to dream big. And I went, (laughs) so how do you feel about dreaming? Mm, Well, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I think dreaming is always good, but just know that it's okay that, uh, that your dream doesn't happen. Um, being accepting of the fact that you may never get your goals and dreams i think that's kind of key yeah that's the hard part for dreaming right yeah it is but enjoying the journey is i think more important if not i mean just as important if not more important than than the dream or the aspiration itself because we're all striving to be perfect but it's not possible in this lifetime you may strive to be a millionaire and it's possible that you may not make it there in this life Yeah. So then why dream at all? Because it's good to have goals and aspirations and things that you're striving for. Otherwise, life isn't worth living. So that you bring up a good point, right? Life is about progress. Yeah. Yeah. It's about growth. Growth, And that's the important part. If you're not growing or if you're not expanding your mind, expanding your financial goals, expanding your uh, physical goals then there really isn't, I mean, the whole experiment of life is pointless. So true. Yeah, I I totally agree that it's about progress. It's about learning, about growing, developing. But couldn't you just do that by doing every day, learning something new or doing something that's hard or or having different experiences? I guess that's possible. But if there isn't a goal, there isn't a direction. Hmm. And if there's no direction, because our, our direction has always been heaven, or our direction is to feel like we deserve heaven, right? Because we've already got it, technically, right? Yeah, we did a podcast God's on that already. God's already yeah. atoned for our sins. 
Now it's just us feeling worthy for heaven. And so we're going to make this life as big and as great as is possible. But if there isn't, I know a lot of people who just, um, well, I used to know a lot of people growing up that, that just kind of learned and that all they did was learn and they never did. Mm. Right. And with, with learning, there has to be a doing as well. That's why in the learning program at BYU-Idaho, it's learn, act, share. There is an action involved. Otherwise, learning seems pointless. Yeah. Right. Why did, why did college people or college students get frustrated when they go to college? Because it's like, well, I didn't actually learn or do anything in college that was applicable to the things that I'm doing after college, whether it's a job or whether it's um, writing a book. None of that really helped me do those things. So why am I doing this? So that's why there's an action that is required in order to get the goal that you're wanting. But the, but in order to get that goal, you have to have some sort of direction. You have to have a direction. Otherwise, there's no growth. I, I like that. It reminds me of the armor of God too, right? To shod your your shod your feet, right, with the preparation of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And the pre- what is the preparation of the gospel except for the you know faith, repentance, baptism, and the Holy Ghost? And that means like the the little things, right? Doing mm-hmm. your scripture study, going to church, like saying your prayers, right? It's it's that direction. But knowing where you're going to go—that's what your feet are all about—is yeah. knowing the direction that you're going to go. So I recently listened to um, Anthony Sweat, who t- talked about. Um, a goal that I really thought was quite pertinent here that we could mention here. And he said, our long vision should be not to return to heaven. What should it be then? <laughs> like what? Not to return to heaven. Well, right? we, That's kind of crazy. Well, I may, may, <laughs> maybe it's the whole, we already have heaven reach for something higher i mean that sounds okay crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty heavy right um no his point was um well if god already had us in heaven and he now he wants us to return why did he let us go in the first place if that's the only part of us going here is for us to return then why did he let us go it does seem kind of silly it does <laughs> it does Just keep us out there we're good <laughs> yeah so why does we just stay in heaven then right but the main purpose for us to come down here is not so that we can return, even though that is what we're going to do, mm-hmm. but it's to become like him. Right. Right. So our long vision should be that we're going to become like God. And do everything that he can do. Right. Yeah. Well, eventually we'll become a God, right? Yeah. Or a goddess. And that is, that's our, that should be our long vision. Like every, everything we do today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day is to help us to become more like God every day. That's what our, that's the progress. That's the growth and the development that we're doing, right? We're becoming like God. So that's what our ultimate goal should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can get my head on that, right? I, it's easy. Yeah. But sense. what about this dreaming big with like all these little goals, you know, like going on a big vacation or, or getting the yacht or what, I mean, you know, all yeah. these kinds of things like, Okay, there's a there's a disconnect here, right, between getting this ultimate goal of becoming more like God and then working and what are all about all these little things in between? Should I be dreaming big for that? So this was my concern for me. So I wrote my my mentor. His name is um, oh, Richie was his last name. I just James Richie. 
And I, I wrote him and I said, I am just struggling with this. I, I, is there any scriptural proof? And he wrote back and he goes, you tell me. <laughs> That's the good answer. Isn't that a great that mentor? Sounds like, that sounds like my mom <laughs> right there. Well, it's because my mentors do it to me. <laughs> so I'm like, fine, I'll find something. So one of the first things that came to mind was Alma. Remember Alma? He says, "Oh, the, that I had the wish of my heart, and that I could shout from the rooftops, repentance." Yes. And he wanted that so bad. And then just a couple verses later, he says, "But I fail. I mean, I'm wrong in my desire. I should be happy with what the mission that God's given me." And I was like, "Oh, that just ruined it again. <laughs> <laughs> I am disappointed again." I'm like, "Yeah, I have these great aspirations, and yet I sin in my aspiration. Now what?" Yeah, that's not right. There's something else going on. Yeah. Have you ever had struggles like that? Um, I have had, yes. Okay, yes, you could say that I've had struggles <laughs> with this. Um, because there's so many goals and aspirations that I want to do. God leads me into the opposite path, and I go, what? What do you mean? What do you mean go the opposite way? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? I'm happy where I'm at. <laughs> I'm good here, right? Mm -hmm. And especially last year, oh, geez, over, yeah, almost a year and a half ago now, he told me that I needed to go back to school to be a seminary teacher. And that's something I did not want to do because I had all these dreams of being a millionaire. What, being a seminary teacher? Are you kidding me? So, yeah, yeah. That's not you make could a say that I've had some experience with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so God turns us in different directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We need to remember that when we're goal setting. Absolutely. That God might keep him involved us. when you're goal setting. Yeah, it's a good one. Yes. Like, yeah. don't leave God out. Otherwise, yeah. he'll force his way in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keeping God as, involved. And then you'll be all surprised. Well, why did you make me? Well, you didn't involve me in the first place. Like, that's mm -hmm. kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So when we're setting our goals, our little goals, we know, already know our ultimate goal, right? And yeah. we have him involved. We're going to become like him. But um, our little goals, they need to be um, involve him. Absolutely. They should involve him. Absolutely. So one of the questions also that came up as far as the scriptural references was, um, okay, well, let's go to Abraham came to mind, right? Abraham is, you know, my superhero. Yeah. Yep. And every time I study him, I learn something amazing about him. Well, I'm like, I was talking to dad about, all right, so I'm hating these dreaming big. It's not working. And Alma, Alma messed up on it too. So, <laughs> so he goes, well, why don't you go to your hero? Why don't you go to Abraham and see if he did anything? And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, fine. I did. Well, as you know, Abraham had a terrible child life, right? Yeah. He, his father was working with Nimrod and they fought a lot and then he was charged to kill his own son and so he and the priest went out to, to kill his own son and that's when he made a pact with God if you get me out of this I will dedicate my life to you mm -hmm. like oh I can relate to that right yeah dedicate our lives our thoughts our feelings our actions our businesses our families to God okay mm -hmm. okay that's is that is that the big dream maybe yeah, that sounds Maybe? something like that. Okay, I, I was on. I knew I was on the right track at least. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, so the next thing that happens is he runs away. He actually gets his father to run away with him too, right? And they run to 
her on. And in that area, they, he makes a covenant with God. And that's where we get the Abrahamic covenant. Now, I pondered that. That's before Lot got involved. That's before he was married to Sarai at, this at the time. But that's before he went into Canaan. It's before he went to Egypt. It's before he gained all that knowledge. It's before um, he sacrificed his own son. It's before he found out he couldn't even have sons and children, right? Yeah. So all of these things were before this. The Abrahamic covenant was way at the beginning of his life. I guess I didn't think about it that way, but it was. Yeah. Absolutely. And so he made promises to God that he would be, well, his, his job was to, he would be faithful, that he would always promote God, right? And that he would worship the right God not mm -hmm. the, everybody else's idols. Well, wasn't there something else in the Abrahamic covenant of his posterity? Exactly. And yeah. that's where my big aha came in. So let me just read you some of these blessings that he okay. was given at that time. When he promised to commit his life to God, then this is what God promised him. He said, um, no, this is what, so these are some of the things that Abraham asked for in the blessing. Oh, okay. okay? So okay. Abraham was asking for these things. He goes, I, he sought to preside in the priesthood. That means he wanted the gift of God, right? He wanted the, the power to act in God's name. That's kind of a big aspiration. Yeah, especially since, you know, it wasn't really revealed at the time fully. No, in right? fact, I, I, we compare um, Abraham to Joseph Smith a lot because it was almost like there was an apostasy going on. Well, there was an apostasy. There was no real religion in the world at the time of Abraham. Yeah. Now, Noah, he brought it, right? He was there. And, Ab and Abraham and Noah, it was only 10 generations. The 10 generations later, there's but, nothing. Wow, they screwed up real they fast, though. Real fast, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they went to fast. Egypt real quick, the, yeah. the Egypt, like the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. They, they fell away. Well, Abraham restored it. He was the restorer of the, of the church again. So, and he longed it. to do that. He longed to be that, to hold the priesthood and to be act in the name of God. So that, I felt, was a big dream. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also said, he desired to be the father of many nations and the prince of peace. Whoa. He wants to be Jesus Christ. That's what I got from that, right? Kind of sounds like. I was it. like, "Wait what, a minute! What does he mean by that?" <laughs> that's that's too too big of a dream, right? <laughs> too yeah, big. it is kind of big. big. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing up my hands, going, "No, that's too big." Um, father of many nations—that means a huge posterity, right? Yeah. A huge posterity of many nations, and then the Prince of Peace—that's what—that's the name Christ has. One of the names that Christ has. So, what's mm. he saying here? Do you think he grew up in a lot of chaos and contention and Yeah, I mean yeah. he would want to be the prince of peace. Mm -hmm. He would that is a desire that some one would have with his kind of trials. Yeah. You know, since his nothing was peaceful in his life. So it makes sense. He saw sense. lots of wars, lots of contention, lots of problems. He wanted to have peace in the world. And he knew that that's what God's aspiration was too for us, yeah. right? So I think here he's saying not that he wants to be Jesus Christ and do the atonement during things, mm -hmm. but he wants to be like Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and publish peace for heaven's sakes all over yeah. the world, right? Cool, huh? That's a big That's a big deal. dream. 
right? That's a big dream. All right, so here we have two, three now, big dreams that he's seeking for. Well, then I kept reading. And he also desired for greater knowledge to be the recorder of all the records. He wanted to write the records. Wow. So that's it, writing scripture. Also, you know, it's also <laughs> a lot of responsibility on Abraham that he's putting yeah. on himself. It's not just that he, I mean, presiding over the priesthood, that was a big deal back then. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not just like, oh, I'm a deacon. I'm going to be, you know, get the priesthood. It was, yeah, there was no, no one had the priesthood. Yeah, no one had it. Exactly. <laughs> so, it was that, and then also the greater knowledge of all, you know, have greater knowledge and keep all the records. That's a lot of work Yeah. that he is dumping on this. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something to the fact of when he, obviously there's these big goals and a lot of work is required. It's It seems righteous, right? Yeah, there is a right? good word, it's a, perfect it word. It seems like a righteous yeah. cause. Yeah, so yeah, he had righteous desires. He didn't have unrighteous desires. That's I, a big I've, key. I've struggled with that too. Like all of my desires, I feel like have been righteous and with good mm -hmm. intent, but it's not always God's will. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So obviously his was God's will because he almost got all of those. Uh, no, he got all of them. Well, the Prince of Peace, what do you mean by that? Like that was the name of Christ, but obviously multiple people can have the same name mm -hmm. or the so, same title. So where is Abraham right now? Um, in heaven. No, he's beyond <laughs> heaven. Oh, he did. That's right. He was one of the people that, that have been uh, resurrected. Well, resurrected right. and judged and in the celestial kingdom and has in worlds of his own now. Really? Yes. And that's been prophesied by what scripture? A Doctrine and Covenants. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not remembering exactly which one, but in the Doctrine yeah, and Covenants. Okay, look that up Abraham. familiar. Okay. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have all gone on to have worlds of their own. So that would be, yeah, so obviously he was the father of not only many nations, but many worlds. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got and his think goal. He's, and <laughs> do you think he's publishing peace? Oh, you betcha. Yeah, you yeah. betcha. Yeah, you bet. Okay, but you got to think about his lifestyle, like on the earth, right? Mm -hmm. This he this is what he desired when, say, let's he's in these 20s, just barely married, right? Yeah. Okay. And and that's and that's all he knows, right? Just barely married, barely young, and he's making all these promises to God. So another thing, an aspect here, he's willing to put in the work, right? Yeah. If he wants to be a record keeper and a presider of the priesthood and a missionary, that's what that's what it means. Um, then he's got to put in some work because nobody's a missionary. Yeah. I mean, nobody's a member. Yeah, that's right? right. And so he's got to put in a lot of work, and he's willing to. And then Heavenly Father says i promise you that you could have all of these blessings plus more you know you'll have the sands the numbers of the sands of the sea with posterity and yeah. that means fathers of many nations right publishing peace greater knowledge um a record keeper is really a prophet anybody back then that was keeping the record was also a prophet well so, it would make sense since not very many people kept any records you know people that had kept records could see trends and things that were moving mm -hmm. forward and yeah. and have greater knowledge of the future mm -hmm. and it would make sense that they would be labeled as a prophet yeah well think about abraham um, isaac oh, come on. isaiah isaiah was a, def a definitely a writer right yeah 
keeper of records. Um, Moses wrote the first five books for heaven's sake. So he was a keeper of records, yeah. right? All of these ancient prophets were record keepers. And that's what constituted a prophet. So basically he was asking to be a prophet. Is that too big? Um, it, it's kind of big. <laughs> I think it's really out there. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I wanna, I'd like to be the prophet. Do you remember that? I totally remember that. I have the kind of personality that likes to lead, and yeah. I've always had that. And I, you know, back then it was, oh, yeah, matter of fact, now I'm like, no, I don't want to be a prophet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it would be very difficult yes. <laughs> to be a prophet. And President Nielsen is pulling it off very well. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm very impressed with that man. We just finished his biography. Gosh, just incredible, incredible man. Um, okay, so here we are with now. I'm like, okay, if Abraham can dream big, right? that means I can dream big, right? Okay, yeah, but that's not the point. It's how, right? It's how, yeah, yeah, how. What am I, how is he, how, why, aha. So first, so let's re recap a little bit. We've got, um, we know that we can dream big because Abraham did, yeah. okay? We can, we can have big visions, not just to become more like God, but we can have little ones too to get to that point. Um, we also know that we need to do it with God. It needs to be with him, right? His will yeah. versus our will, that kind of thing. And then thirdly, we know that it has to be righteous desires. We can't really be with him without being righteous, right? Yeah. So it has to be righteous desires. So, okay, I'm thinking, okay, then all of that put together, how can we dream big and what kinds of goals would that instigate? So there's a question that comes up when we talk about these things that happens all the time, right? And that question is, um, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Yeah. Or I don't know God's will for me. Or what does God want for me? Or how do I know if God, if my will is God's will? Or all these kinds of things. I'm Those like, are not easy questions. Oh, they're easy questions. <laughs> no, no they are. They're, 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 they're the most often spoke of and questions. they're beautiful questions, but uh, they're not easily answered. Well, let me give you a formula that makes it really easy. I mean, that would be, I mean, that would be game changing, right? Yes, but it's also so simple if you're like going, oh, duh. <laughs> sure, but if this, no, I'm trying to hype it up. Are you kidding me? This is, this is huge. Like you're going to be able to know exactly what the Lord wants from you. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yes. Yes. All right. Give us the sacred. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we want it in everybody's lives. Right? Yeah, we got to shout this from the know, rooftops. Yeah, this is like curing cancer basically. <laughs> yes, it is. Because it's such a big question that everybody, everybody asks, yeah. right? I mean, everybody. Okay. So let's think about this. Let's go from God's point of view now. Okay. Yeah. So from God's point of view, we have, what does he want? What is his ultimate goal? Uh, his ultimate goal is for us to be like him and we return to him. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. We got Moses 139, right? Yes. To bring to pass the immortality, eternal life of man. That's his ultimate goal. So therefore, he can't do it by himself, right? Nope. Shouldn't that be our goal too then? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Whew, we've got a second goal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Right? We're be gonna like become him more and like then God. also support God in his efforts. Yeah. Right? That means to help him help myself get there. Mm -hmm. Help my family get there. And other people. Yep. That so makes sense. so now any goal that accomplishes that 
is worthy green goal that God wants from us. Would you disagree? No. Okay. All right. All right. So then we're like, okay, well, there's two down, right? What else does God tell? What else do we know about God? Who is he? Hmm. What is he like? We know from the first vision, right? Joseph Smith saw God the Father and Jesus Christ standing side by side. So what do we know about God? Uh, that he's... He exists. He exists. Right? And that, he's, and that he does reveal himself to us. Uh, yes. From yes. time to time. Yeah. And that he has a physical body. Yeah. He saw him in a physical form, right? Yeah. So if God has a physical body and he gave us a physical body, do you think we should ruin our physical bodies? No. No, no, no. 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 So what would God it. want to do, have us do if he gifted us a body? Take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything that helps us with our health and our strength and our muscles. We're good to go. Is that God's will? Sounds like it. Sounds like God's will to me. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely God's will. Yeah. He has a body. He took care of his body. He gifted us with a body. He wants us to take care of it. That makes sense. Right? That's God's will for you. Yeah. And overcoming like, and overcoming body is it's not just physical. It's also it feels like sometimes it's 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 also mental, right? It's not just your physical body and your health and your eating habits. But it's also taking care of your body in other ways, right? So doesn't God Overcoming say, addiction would be taking care of your body, yeah, Absolutely. Right? No matter the addiction, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Pornography and alcoholism and drug addiction, those are big ones. Because the body wants to always turn to... The body's always just trying to keep you alive. That's the body's goal. Mm -hmm. The body's stated goal is to keep you alive. And whatever makes you feel comfortable and alive, that's what the body wants to do. So addiction, it's super easy to fall into addiction and the body super wants to always go into some sort of addiction because it's comfortable in it. And it's keeping you alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But in, it can be many addictions, right? We can have yeah. an addiction of cussing. We could have the addiction of, of talking bad about somebody behind other people's backs. Yeah. You could have a many, many, many bad habits, if you will, yeah. right? And yeah, changing that. So let's, you're, you brought up the mental body. What has God said about our minds? Um, he has said it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Read from the best of books. Yeah. Right? That's one of them. He's also said, be, get educated. Get mm -hmm. an education. Self-education is the best education. Yes. And so, wow. Okay. If anything that I want to do to increase my mental capacity into reading good books and to and to finding those things that's what god wants for me so we can just safely assume all of these that, that are god's will because we're simply wanting to do because he's because already commanded he's already us to do it him. okay that makes sense it's, it's, it's that like is i said like, no, duh. <laughs> right <laughs> right it's one of those okay things. yeah but what about for our personal revelation the more specific stuff okay well let's talk about general first because okay. we're talking about the big dream and big then we're coming dream. down right okay, yep. okay so let's see what else does god want us to do um, we've got the physical body we've got the mental body which can include the uh, emotional right yeah he wants us to be happy men are that they might and women might have joy right i think that's it has to do i'm learning is that being a different 
I, I guess I never thought of it as he's commanding us to have joy. In other words, he's asking you to um, be smart in your in uh, mentally smart, mentally emotionally, strong. yeah. Yeah, and know how to control your, learn how to control your yes, emotions. Yes, bridle your passions. Yeah. Not, don't have any passions. You're supposed to have passions, mm -hmm. but you're supposed to bridle them, right? All of these things that God's given us to do really are goals that we should have for ourselves. That makes sense. Yeah. It's it's actually And if those amazing. goals don't align with that, then there's probably something bad about them, mm -hmm. right? Or something that you need to change. Yeah, yeah. Now, what has he said about family? To have them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said the family is the smallest unit of the church. Well, actually, the stake is the smallest unit of the church, but the families are the, the cells of the church, right? Yeah. Like cells of our the bodies. Cells of the world, really. Yeah. yeah. But a family is a complete unit in it of itself. Yeah. Right? It is. And it's just like the cells are complete units by themselves. They function, do everything they need to do. They even grow and reproduce. They do everything within the cell. And But this, the eye cell doesn't do the same thing as a knee cell. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's a different function. And so families need to function that way. So anything that helps us develop our family or relationships is mm -hmm. God's will. That makes sense. Makes it pretty easy. Yeah. Right? This is pretty easy. We stress over, I don't know God's will for me. I don't know God's will for yeah. me. But God's told us his will for us. Exactly. Word in for word. In many aspects yeah, of life. Almost every aspect. I don't know if aspect. He doesn't taught us. Yeah. And it, you can't find it in the scriptures. It's all there. Right? It's all there. What about um, the the strength and the power that to, 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 over, to go through our trials? Has God, what has God said about that? Strengths Fortitude and, you know, all that. Uh, strengths become weaknesses, something like that. <laughs> you mean weaknesses, <laughs> weaknesses become strengths? Become strengths? <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. It's just a little known scripture that everyone <laughs> quotes as an excuse to the, why they're going to be able to survive their trial. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah. it's the one scripture everyone quotes to but be when, strong. But if you read the very front of that scripture, it says, when, God, when men come to me, yeah. I show them their weakness. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no. did we, okay, did maybe we do I'm a not podcast gonna... on that? No, we haven't. Oh, we my should... gosh. That's such a good one. That <laughs> yeah. that principle right there was that was uh, scary. Yeah, it is scary. When I first learned that. It is scary. Because, yeah, he will, he'll show you your weakness, and then he will help you mm -hmm. overcome it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why does he show us a weakness? So we can become humble. And what does humble really mean? Because I used to hate that word. I hate, I still hate that word. I'm like I am not I'm not humble. I I'll admit it. Be the first one. I am not a humble person very often. Um, I think humble just means you are following God's will and being okay with it. Yeah, the word that comes to my mind is dependent. If I can always admit my dependence on God, that I can do nothing without Him. I love that dependence. Then I am humble. Because you shouldn't <laughs> be dependent on anyone. Especially when you're an adult, eventually. I mean, yeah, you can depend on people, I think. But you can never fully depend on someone uh, unless it's God. God is the only one that you can fully depend on, yeah, fully he's trust, 100 fully be dependable. there. Yeah. Because so, you, can't, you can't trust and if people I or can men because they're go, Yeah, I have to let go of my desires, my wills, my blah, blah, blah. 
and depend on God. And if when I depend on God, then He shows me well, that's weakness. Doing goal right? setting is depending on God. Absolutely, a lot of the, a lot of the absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If we if we format our goals around what God wants us to do, that is always admitting that we are at fault, mm-hmm. that we don't have it all yet. So let's um, go to one more. Abraham made a covenant with God, right? He says, God, I want all these things. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And and God says, well, sure. If you're willing to put in the effort, to put in the work, right? Yeah. To be willing to work, then I promise you, you will get all the da, 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 da. All of mm-hmm. this that you asked for. That's powerful, right? It it's is. It's so yeah. cool. So th- then I thought thinking, okay, so what is it that made him do that the whole rest of his life i mean he went through many trials right yeah. not having children and being promised that all of the nations would be filled i mean that's that alone, dedication to right? a goal right there yeah. missionary work and nobody listening to him i mean it just on and on and on um family struggles and trials and um Sodom and Gomorrah burning uh, yeah and loving those people and having a really good relationship with them and then being told that they're going to all be destroyed. How heartbreaking, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I came to the conclusion that it was about covenants. Like he kept his promises and not just to God. He kept his promises to himself. Yeah. His whole life. Now, how many times have I promised something and not kept it? A lot. Why, we are you have. judging me? No. Nope. <laughs> I just know that I have done it, and you're a yes. human like me. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. There are many, multiple times, right? So if Abraham can dream big, make promises, and keep his promises, that's what I need to do too. Mm-hmm. So in goal setting, in dreaming big, we've got our ultimate goals, Right. We've got our categories of goals now. We've got, we went through all those categories. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to make a promise to keep, just pick one of them. We don't have to pick all of them, right? Yeah. Just pick one attribute of God and become like him. Just pick one um, thing mentally. Just think, pick one thing for your physical body. Pick one thing. Uh, just tiny little bits of progress is great because they add up. Yeah. So picking one tiny little thing in any of those categories and keeping that promise. Keeping that promise. So I promised that I would never eat sugar. And I made that promise to God. Now I've broken that a couple times. I don't beat myself up. I don't say, oh, it's over. Now I can eat sugar forever. Right. Right. Because that's easy to follow <laughs> yeah, into that one. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I, I broke that it, promise on so a thing. So I'm saying, let's, let's, Keep that flow, like falling off, get back on. Just like, don't fall, crash, burn, and give up. I mean, there must have been several times that Abraham was like, you know what? I'm done. It's over. I'm done with this. Goodbye. Good night. And then he probably humbled himself again in the middle of the night because I know that I do that. (laughs) So it's like, it has to be the same thing, right? Abraham is amazing, but they don't really tell you the the struggles behind the... Mm -hmm. But there had to have been. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So So instead of, so 
that's what I'm saying. Like have self-compassion, right? Have self-compassion and, and just get back up. Just do that. Instead of doing huge crashes and burns and yeah. bringing back up and control freak, right? Yeah, just do those, those little, the little humps and, and make it work for yourself. So, so new definition for me, and I encourage all of you to get a new definition for dreaming big is, you know, God's will. We, we just established that, you know, God's will for yourself. Because yeah. it's in the scriptures. Do that and then make a promise and keep it. And then be compassionate with yourself. Just like God is compassionate with you. He can forgives you and forgives you and forgives you. Don't crash and burn. Just if you fail a little, then get back up. Just make those yeah. make those crashes and burns not so peaks and valleys, but just little flows. Yeah. And that's what life and growth is all about and development and everything. And now I wrote a statement for myself to help me to remember this. And it says in action, this is what I'm going to start doing, right? It's to spend more time with God, learning what he wants me to do in his plan. To spend more time pondering the revelations he's already given me. To hear, to hearken, and to heed what he shows me. To challenge myself more. To have um, have monthly and quarterly mini goal settings, okay. and to keep myself motivated in dreaming big for the Lord. I love that. I want to do what the Lord wants done. Right, my even within my business, I want to move God's message forward. I have a, a little saying that says, "Keep." To keep the message of Jesus alive. Yeah. And I could break that up into a little pieces, right? Keep means I already have it. And alive means let's keep it growing and developing and learning more about his attributes and teach it to everybody. But keep that message alive. That's so important to me. And that's because it's important to God. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Let's go out and do it. <laughs> Dream yeah. big for the Lord, I mean, just I, like Abraham did. I think the main principle here is uh, to constantly be looking at things through, be constantly be doing things to grow, right? Like I said in the beginning, and also be constantly doing things that are dreaming big for the Lord, doing things his way. Yeah. And you may not always like it, and it's going to not always be fun, but in the end, it really what brings you true joy. It's yeah. not, it's and, and it's not, you're not going to see the true joy yet. It's going to be at the end. Well, mm -hmm. not necessarily at the end. You can have joy throughout it. It's just striving towards something is going to be difficult. But once you get over the first few humps, right? The first few gives ups, <laughs> gives up or giving ups, um, then you can, you could really, change your life and do something really great yes now at the beginning of this podcast we talked about you know having a yacht and having being a millionaire and all these things mm -hmm. um that's not in the scriptures right now being rich and having lots of money that's true that and and, and that could be your path mm -hmm. but the goals that we need to set and dreaming big for the lord need to follow after his pattern that he dreamt and he set for us making it his will and it may lead to whatever, but it may not also. And that's, that's how we know that it's a good goal, is that if God has given us that goal already. Yeah, but he will provide for us. 
Oh, absolutely. Every single time. Absolutely, yeah. So, yes, let's talk about the principle then. The principle is having a meaningful life and having joy is for dreaming big for the Lord. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I guess it is possible to be a million. Of course, it's possible to be a millionaire and to be rich and to be uh, famous and still have goals that are for the Lord, that go towards the Lord. Just be cautious that your goals aren't worldly, that your goals are aligning with what God's will and what you've covenanted to him. Mm -hmm. And that's important. And there's a whole other section about knowing the laws, you know, the predicated after, you know, if you follow these laws, then these blessings are already promised. So that's a whole other idea. But absolutely, that is true, too, by following certain laws you're going to get certain blessings absolutely all right guys well thanks so much for listening um be sure to rate and uh rate uh the podcast and uh, write a review uh, but also set big goals yes all right dream well, big for the lord indeed. all right <laughs> all right bye-bye this has been gospel theory a call to learn audio podcast For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.